today on Transforming Lives. The, of, of, of the restoration is, the, is God's grace, God's unmerited favor that flows to us because of Jesus Christ. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1, it says, Therefore you must give the most earnest heed to the things we have heard. I mean, we must give the most earnest things to the things that we have heard. Amen? You see, in order for you to appreciate the grace of God, you must hear about the things of God. And you must give heed to the things of God. You must give yourself to hearing about what Jesus accomplished for you on the cross. Don't take it for granted. Amen? Don't take what Jesus did on the cross for granted. Amen? Paul said in, in verse 1, he said, we must give the most earnest heed. That word earnest is a strong passion, a strong desire that we must press in to, to do whatever we need to do in order to hear about this salvation that God has given us. Amen? The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word you see, there is no salvation apart from Jesus Christ. No, no, no. There is no salvation apart from Jesus Christ. Nobody can see God. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory in Alexandria, Virginia a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making organization with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Our sins were paid for. Our past sins. We are saved. When we accept Jesus, we are saved. But it was not only the past sin, it's also the present sin. Amen? The Bible tells us uh, um, in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18, Paul said, The message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us that are being saved, it is the power of God. Notice Paul said, to us that are being saved. Say being saved. Amen. The first thing I said to you concerning salvation is that by grace, you have been saved. Right? Jesus paid a price for your salvation. You have been saved. If you acknowledge Jesus as your Lord and Savior, all of your sins, past, has been paid for. You have been saved. It's in the past. But Paul is saying here that not only have we been saved, but we are being saved. Amen. I like to 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 to, to suggest, uh, uh, um, talk about it like this. When you when you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, God gave you His righteousness. And when God looked at you, He looked at you through the lenses of Jesus. Everything about Jesus is what He sees in you. Amen. Amen. But yes, you are the righteousness of God in Christ. But God expects you to walk. And live this salvation with fear and trembling. You need to work it out. You need to be sanctified on a daily basis. You need to walk in holiness, in, 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 in purity 
what Paul is talking about here. He said, yes, we have been saved, but we are still being saved. Amen? Because on a regular basis, when we got born again, our spirit was born again, but our mind and our, 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 our flesh remain. Our mind needs to be renewed. Our mind needs to be regenerated. We need to be renewed by the word of God. On a day-to-day -day basis, we need to reckon ourselves dead to sin and alive to God. We need to live and submit our members as instruments to righteousness and not instruments to sin. The body wants to continue in sin, but we need to commit ourselves to righteousness. And so Paul said, we are being saved. Say being saved. Being saved. Say being saved. Being saved. Amen. And, 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 and so this is our sanctification. We are being sanctified. We are looking more and more like Christ. Second Corinthians chapter 2 verse uh, 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 18 says that, that we are, 318 says that we are being changed into the image of Christ. From glory to glory, we have been transformed. God's purpose for our lives is that we look like Jesus. We love like Jesus. We work like Jesus. We serve like Jesus. We embrace like Jesus. We minister like Jesus. We um, obey God like Jesus. That's God's plan. That's his heart. Amen. And Paul said we are being saved. Now the good news is this. In Romans chapter 5 verse 10, Paul said it this way. He said, if when we were enemies of God, he reconciled us through the death of his son, how much more? Say how much more. Say how much more. Say how much more. How much more. Having reconciled us, shall we, he now save us by his life. In essence, what Paul was saying, if when we did not know God, when we were not serving God, when we were not looking for God, when we were not trying to serve God, he died for our sins. Now that we are serving God, how much more Will he not give us all things and to cause us to live this life that he wants us to live? Amen. You see, we need to experience the power of Christ on the inside of us. The indwelling power of Christ. That's why the Holy Spirit is so important. That's why Jesus said, don't, don't, uh, 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 um, you need to, to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus said that the spirit of truth will come and he will guide you into all truth. That's why he said you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Because now that we have accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, moment by moment we need to walk in newness of life, in holiness, in righteousness, perfecting God, representing Christ, and allowing people to see Jesus in our lives. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. We need to live in the power of our salvation and not under the dominion of sin. Colossians chapter 1 verse 12 it says uh, um, Christ uh, um, has translated I mean God has translated us from the kingdom of darkness and put us in the kingdom 
of his dear son. We have changed masters. We have changed our address. We have changed the places that we, the, 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 the um, loyalties that we have when we come to Jesus Christ. And we need to know that it, it will take now a continual sanctification in our hearts and in our lives. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. But you, you see, that's not all. Not only is it, is it uh, 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 um, are we saved uh, um, by grace, are we being saved by grace, are we as being saved now, but the Bible says we shall be saved. Amen. Paul, Paul said that uh, um, Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many to those who are eagerly waiting for him as for him to, to appear the second time apart from sin for salvation. You see, we are saved by grace. We are being saved, being renewed by the Spirit of God in sanctification. And then one day, this body of ours will be completely transformed. Amen. When we see Jesus or when he comes and we are raptured with him. Amen. And so, and the, the, so we need to understand that salvation covers every aspect of our life. Past, present, and future. Amen. And we need to understand that. Titus said that we have this blessed hope. We look for the rest, the, the redemption of our body. In Romans it said the entire creation is longing and groaning for the redemption of, of the sons of God. Amen. This body will be changed and transformed. Amen. But we need to understand it is in the future. When Jesus returns, we will be saved. Amen. I read a story about a Catholic, um, a college teacher who had a student um, that, that, were, that was, um, what do you call it, um, um, very, very depressed. And he had come to the place in his world that he, life didn't mean anything to him anymore. And so um, he tried everything that he wanted to. And so after several years, he came back and he uh, um, saw this, this um, teacher and he, while he was standing there, when she looked at him, she saw joy on his face. And so she was interested to find out what was going on. And this is what he said to her. He said, he said, the last time you saw me, there were, I was full of emptiness. And I've tried, because I've tried everything. I've tried smoking, tried drinking, tried sex, tried drugs, tried everything that I wanted to try. And I was even at the place where I was giving up on life. But I realized that the emptiness on the inside of me was given to me by God. God put that emptiness in me so that I can follow him. But I was trying to fill the emptiness with everything else. And I realized that the only person who can fill that emptiness is Jesus. Jesus is the only person who can fill that emptiness. And once I made Jesus my Lord, everything changed. You see, this young man was despondent, about to give up, but he found the solution 
the one who grants salvation to all of us. Say hallelujah. Say hallelujah. The result of um, the resurrection is, I said, um, one is so great the salvation that we have, but also it is the grace of God. Say the grace of God. Amen. The result of the salvation of the resurrection is the is God's grace, God's unmerited favor that flows to us because of Jesus Christ. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1, it says, Therefore you must give the most earnest heed to the things we have heard. I mean, we must give the most earnest things to the things that we have heard. Amen. You see, in order for you to appreciate the grace of God, you must hear about the things of God. And you must give heed to the things of God. You must give yourself to hearing about what Jesus accomplished for you on the cross. Don't take it for granted. Amen. Don't take what Jesus did on the cross for granted. Amen. Paul said in, in verse 1, he said, we must give the most earnest heed. That word earnest is a strong passion, a strong desire that we must press in to, to do whatever we need to do in order to hear about this salvation that God has given us. Amen. The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word you see, there is no salvation apart from Jesus Christ. No, no, no. There is no salvation apart from Jesus Christ. Nobody can see God apart from Jesus Christ. Amen? And so we need to know that. We need to understand that. Amen? The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 to 2, set this uh, uh, he said, God who at various times and in different ways spoken to us in time past by the fathers, I mean, to, I mean to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us through his son. Amen. Jesus is the altar and the finisher of our faith and of our salvation. There is no salvation apart from Jesus Christ. Amen. And so it's very, very important for us to understand it and hear it. Amen? A good illustration concerning what the Bible talks about when we need to understand about, about Jesus and, and, the, and the importance of his, his uh, um, voice in our lives is when Jesus took his disciples on the Mount for, uh, for Transfiguration. The Bible says on the Mount of Transfiguration, Jesus took three of his disciples. And when they went on the Mount, while he was there, Moses and Elijah appeared to talk to him, and Jesus was transfigured. His countenance was, was transformed into the brightness of the sun. And the Bible says the, the, the disciples saw it. Moses and Elijah was talking to him as he was, he was talking. And then the Bible says right in the middle after the finish, God spoke. He said, this is my beloved son. Listen to him. Say it with me. Say this. 
is my beloved son. Listen to him. Amen. In essence, what the Bible is telling us is that God was saying to, to the disciples, and you are saying to the apostles, Amen. Yes, there is Moses that represents the law. Yes, there is Elijah that represents the prophets. Yes, the apostles there because Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good to be here. Let's build three tents and one for Moses, one for Elijah, and one for yourself. And you know, and, and all of you say, yes, there is the apostles, but you said the, the voice that you need to be listening to is Jesus. Amen. He's the author and he's the finisher of our faith. You need to listen to him. You need to listen to what Jesus accomplished. There can be no salvation for what Jesus. Peter summed it up when he was talking to the scribes and the Pharisees after they healed the man at the gate of beautiful. He said to them, he said, if you are trying to question us because of this crippled man that has been healed, let us let you know it was by the name, by the name and faith in the name of Jesus that this man was made whole. And then he made a statement in verse 12. He said, there is no other name under heaven whereby people can be saved. Say no other name. Say no other name. Say there is no other name under heaven whereby man shall be saved. There is no other name except by the name. Jesus is the name that people can be saved. No other name other than Jesus. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. And so we need to hear. We need to give ourselves to hearing the word. He said we need to make the earnest heed to heed the things of salvation of the things that we have heard. But then he also, not only did we hear, but we're supposed to heed, say heed. Yeah. And that word heed means to listen. And to act. Okay? He means to listen to what is being said and obey. Amen? And that's what the Bible is telling us here in Hebrew. It says, therefore, we must give the most earnest heed to the things that we have heard. Amen? And so what we need to do is to heed the Lord. Say, heed the Lord. Heed the Lord. That means we need to listen to him and we need to obey him. If Jesus is Lord, then we need to listen to him and we need to obey him. Amen. 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 You see, you can't say that I am saved and I love the Lord and you don't want to obey him or follow his precepts. Amen. You need to listen to him and you need to obey him. Romans chapter 10 verse 9 says, if we confess Jesus as Lord, and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. Notice it says we have to confess him as what? Lord. He's Lord. Amen. He is Lord. And we need to submit to his lordship. Amen. Hallelujah. We need to, 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 to act upon his in order to see Jesus. Amen. And the Bible says when he, when he climbed into the tree, he was looking and Jesus came under the tree. He saw him. He said to him, Zacchaeus, come down. Today, 
I must have dinner with you at your home. The Bible says, Zacchaeus came down and took Jesus in his house. Say Zacchaeus came down and took Jesus in his house. That's what we should do. When Jesus speaks, we need to hear, we need to receive, and we need to do. Amen. She said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste, come down. Today I must stay at your house. Zacchaeus came down and received Jesus in his house. Amen. Amen. That's what heeding the word of God is all about. Hearing it and doing it. Amen. But look at what happened. When Zacchaeus took Jesus in his house, the Bible says the scribes and the Pharisees began to murmur and saying that Jesus was going to eat with a sinner. But Jesus went into his house, right? And Jesus ministered unto him. And, and the Bible says after they, they, they had some time, and, and, and you know, Jesus, Zacchaeus stood up and said to Jesus and to everybody who was there, and said, Lord, I have decided that I will give half of my wealth to the poor. And everyone who I have cheated, I will give them, I will pay restitution four times. Hello? Now think about it though. Think, think about what Zacchaeus was saying. Zacchaeus was saying I will give half of everything I own to the poor. And then I will pay back restitution for everybody who I have stolen from, and I will give them four four. Say four four. four. That means four times everything that I took from anybody. Zacchaeus must have had to be very, very wealthy to do that. Hello? And some of his wealth was not from what he was stealing. Okay? Because if it was all from what he was stealing, he could not give half of it to the poor. And he was not going to have four times of it. Hello? So, the Bible tells us that, that Zacchaeus was saying to Jesus, just because Jesus visited his house and entered his home and he received Jesus, he said, Lord, I will do this. And notice, look at what Jesus said in verse 9. Today, is salvation. Today's salvation has come to this house. You see, when we heed the voice of God, when we act on the word of God, we experience the saving power of God. We experience everything that God wants us to experience through salvation. Amen. He is saying to you, and he is saying to me, come down. Okay? Zacchaeus uh, uh, was a high official. He was a tax collector. And Jesus telling him to come down was saying to come and, uh, 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 um, and bring yourself, humble yourself. And sometimes some of the things that are hindering us from experiencing the grace and the power of God is pride, is selfishness, is sin. And all of these things that Jesus is saying, come down and accept salvation. Come down and accept my love. 
come down and receive me into your life. Um, uh, I, I read a story about uh, 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 a bunch of trees that were uh, uh, planted by the bank of the river. And um, a, there was a thunderstorm that came and all of the trees fell into the river. And the reason when they checked to find out why did the tree fall was that because the trees were getting their nourishment from the river, they did not go deep. Their roots did not go all the way down in order to get nourishment. You see, when a tree is planted, the tree roots look for nourishment into the soil. And it goes as deep as it can in order to remain stable. Okay? But if it can get the nourishment from the surface, it will not. And that's what happened. That's what's happening to some of us, to some people, is that they don't go deep into the things of God. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. Please write or email us at Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory, 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandra, Virginia, 22309, or admin at BethelVA.com. If you live in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area, we invite you to worship with us at any of our services on Sunday morning at 11 a.m., our contemporary worship service, on Wednesday night at 8 p.m., our Bible study, and on Friday at 8 p.m. at our intercessory prayer meeting. Thank you for joining us, and God bless you. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory. We are located on 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandria, Virginia, 22309. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship. Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible study, and Friday at 8 p.m. intercessory prayer. For more information about Bethel City of Glory and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at BethelCityOfGlory.org or email us at admin at BethelVA.com. Mm -hmm.